today we're going to be talking about sinners looking for understanding and answers. We're going to talk about how it is possible to be saved. Especially in the time and the era that we are in. Where everything is visual. Where everybody calls themselves the B word and, you know, the N word. And, and everybody does not have, if I can, the respect for themselves that should be demanded of themselves. Mm. But today we're going to be coming from Hebrews chapter 11, uh, preferably from verses 4 through, I'm going to say 10, but we might not get that far. But there is one verse that I really want to slow down on and expound on a little bit. Okay. By faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts, and through it, he being dead, still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death, and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And that is the promise that God has given unto us. The promise is that he will reward everyone who diligently seeks him and i know that sometimes we're like oh you y'all can't preach a a a, a giving god y'all can't preach a, a a merciful god and stuff but that's who he is he is giving he is merciful he is graceful he is god you know even down through the generations when um when the people of god when the israelites they would go all the way left, get all the way out of the will of God, but God would always, he would always cover them. He would always send somebody to lead them back in the right way. He'll go to this one and, and, and tell this one, look, get my people to come back to me. Mm -hmm. You know, so uh, I think that we as a people have to also understand that history kind of repeats itself. And is this God saying, come back to me? Is this time that we're living in where everything is chaotic? Is this God saying, come back to me, return to me? Is this what he's saying? What would you like to say? Well, concerning this topic, my biggest thing was understanding that we were too once lost. And just because we are where we are right now, should give us even the more reason to want to help somebody 
understand that they don't have to be lost, which means they 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 haven't found their way to God. Some people uh, feel like going to God is too hard, or or I'll go to Him when I get right is the favorite <laughs> saying. These, yeah, it you is. know, and it has always been, but when you don't understand grace and mercy and forgiveness and you haven't experienced that here on earth with your brothers and sisters in Christ or just with people, period. Mm -hmm. People identify God by the people they experience who say that they serve God, who say that they represent God. Mm -hmm. And so I love the way that you... um break down the word of God to, to help people relate to it in a way because people need understanding because when you give someone a scripture or when someone is going through something in their lives, a scripture is the last thing they want to hear it because is. they don't understand it. It's part of, it's half the battle because they don't understand it or because they feel like they are so far away from God. My my uh, walk now with people is different than what it was 10 years ago, five years ago. I had no patience for people, <laughs> you know, very much of a nonsense type of person. So I can remember when I was looking for answers. And as we was, uh, as the Lord gave me this topic, I thought about. Uh, my best friend and I and how for our birthdays we would try to do these exciting things mm -hmm. and one year we went to the gun range we went and got massages we went and had uh did horseback riding things that you wouldn't normally do you know on your birthday but we we would try to come up with these things to try to do that would be exciting mm -hmm. and one year we went to a psychic mm -hmm. you know being unaware, all right? I wasn't in the word like that. I was a churchgoer, but I wasn't in the word because I had never at that point in time, the the word witch, the word demon, the word um, um, warlock, and all, warlock and all those types of things wasn't talked about where where I was at that time, okay? Right. So, so you was unlearned. Right. Okay, so a lot of people who are lost are also unlearned mm -hmm. because we throw words out there, but we don't explain to them why it can be dangerous. Or when we do, it's very aggressive to people or very passive where people will then turn you off. They'll just tune you out. I don't know what you're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. So even my experience in going to the psychic God's grace and mercy still covered me because the psychic I sat across from who was had her tarot cards and she was just talking and she was asking me questions. I was like, no, no, no. Everything she was saying was not accurate. Okay. So I didn't leave thinking, oh my God, she knew my life. You know what I'm saying? So it didn't affect me in a way where someone has the gift God gave them but mishandled it or misused it for the wrong reason and and got their power source from 
the wrong, well, from the wrong source. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when I think from about spirits. right. So I didn't know what danger I was stepping into. Um, when I did that, however, being lost is not just about not going to church. You know what I'm saying? And I asked myself, I said, Lord, why did I go? What was the purpose of me going? Why would I think that was going to be fun? Why would I think that I need to go there or think that it was going to enlighten me in some type of way? And my answer was, I was looking for answers. And everyone is looking for answers. And But, but I wasn't in a prophetic church. I yeah. wasn't, at that time, I was in a Baptist church, you know. And I had a very good teacher, but that was just one place they just did not expound on, you know, where you are or made you aware of certain things. Now, at that time, that preacher always used to say, don't deal with the person, deal with the spirit. And that has always stuck with me. But still yet walking into the doors of danger at that time, that wouldn't have helped me because... (laughs) <laughs> I didn't really understand it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when I what I want to talk about is and I and, and yes, you come from the scriptures, absolutely, but I'm just gonna come from a place and be the advocate of the person today okay. that that does not understand why they are lost or why they feel like they don't hear from God. Because those types of things separate you from him. Your sins will separate you from him. But when you call on him, he's there. But it's an invitation. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he said, I stand at the door and I knock. Right. If any man will open. Right, right. And so I, I advocate for the lost people because I know what it's like to be lost. Right. Even being saved. I know even like to be even lost. being saved. There's some days that you're like, this is too hard. What for? <laughs> Why? You know, and we have to start being honest with people. We can be filled with the Holy Spirit. We can be saved. We can we can live a life of righteousness. But there are times in our lives that we can't really find our way because in the beginning, me and you had this conversation before. Kind of beginning, God was talking all the time. Yeah. <laughs> he was giving you all the answers and, mm-hmm. and he was just enlightening you in, in, in every way. And then there comes a time when he's silent. And we didn't know how to handle that, you know, in our own processes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then you start to feel like you're far away from God. And so I just want people to understand that if they're lost, Today, what I want to do is if there's anybody watching who knows of a church in your area, I want them to post where they can go and actually learn. I'm not talking about sending people to to be hollered at. I'm not talking about sending people somewhere where they it's going to fly over their head. I'm not talking about sending somewhere people somewhere where they just going to dance all day. I'm talking about really posting a place where people can learn who God is and where where they are so that 
whoever is over that ministry can meet that person where they are so that they may be found. Yeah. And you're going to come from that place. I'm going to come from yeah, scripture. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And in the, um, in the 11th verse mm -hmm. of Hebrews, the 11th chapter, mm -hmm. in the 11th verse, it says, By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Mm -hmm. And with that, I want to say that, you know, the Bible said, let your light so shine that men may see your good works right. and glorify the Father which is in heaven. But in this, it's talking about faith, mm -hmm. you know. And, and But the Bible says that every man has a measure of it. Right. Every man has a measure of faith. And in order for you to go from that little measure that you have to a greater measure, you have to exercise it. Mm -hmm. And the same way you exercise your body, in order to get it in shape, you have to exercise it. It doesn't just boom and it's in shape. Mm -hmm. You have to exercise it. And that brings me to what this passage of scripture is saying. By faith, Sarah herself received seed, right? right. She, she, she was able to conceive. And a lot of times God will put somebody in front of you mm -hmm. that is saved. Somebody in front yeah. of you that is walking that walk, not only just talking that talk, but doing doing what the word says do. Right. And 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 a lot of times when when you look at it, you'll see down through scripture, there was quite a few women that were barren. Mm -hmm. Sarah was one. Yeah. And you had the woman that was at the temple that didn't have a child was one. You know, you had Hannah. you had yeah. And then you had the lady that um let me say Elisha, Elisha, whichever way you want to say it, right? <laughs> Elijah and Elisha. So she <laughs> she was she was the one that were, that didn't have a child. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? All these people didn't have a child, but they needed one. They wanted one so bad. Mm -hmm. And God saw that. And this is the same way that when he looks at us, we don't have a father. We we may have daddies all day, mm. but we don't have a father in, in how he wants to be that father to us, but he can't force himself upon us. Yeah. You understand? It's it's like, it's it's a willing act that we got to do. You know what I'm saying? He said, I stand and knock. It's up to you to open that door. If you never open that door, you never know the possibilities that God has for you. If you never open that door, you never understand where he wants to take you. If you never open that door, I mean, even as a sinner, you still have visions. It's not like you don't see yourself doing something. You don't see yourself being a certain place. God will still give you visions. He will still talk to you. I mean, because I can recall times when I was going and in in a way, I was going down the road, and then um, and it was like, don't go that way. And I was like, <laughs> you know, I just thought that was me talking to me, but I didn't know what was that way. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Instead of making it left, I made it right. Boom! Mm -hmm. I ain't, I didn't go that way. I didn't go left. I went right. Mm -hmm. And what I found out later was, if I would have taken that left. It could have it could have landed me in jail. Could have landed me in prison. Could have landed me in the graveyard. Could have landed me anywhere because at that time, well, even as in today's times, you never know what police gonna do. 
You know what I'm yeah. saying? And and not to not to demonize the police or anything like that. You know, they everybody has a job to do. Mm-hmm. But when you a hothead, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was a hothead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I might not have had no gun, but the way I can come off, it, it might appear as I did had a gun, you know? Right. So with that, I just want to say that got to put somebody in front of you if you allow them to. And and not only if you allow them to, but if you see them. You know what I'm saying? Because God can put somebody in front of you all day, every day. But if you don't see them, then you will never... If, if you can't see, then you will never notice them. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So but, what, 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 let me ask you this question. Yeah. When you say um, you have to open the door. You have to open the door. Okay, but what does that look like to open the door for God? Because some people might think this, oh, I got to just stop everything I'm doing right now, today, this second. I think that's the misconception, that you okay. got to do it. Right. You think that you have to do it. I mean, I used to cuss like a sailor. I didn't do that by myself. I didn't stop by myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was something that just happened. Yeah. And you're like, dog, how did that just happen? <laughs> you know, yeah. I didn't stop drinking by myself. I didn't stop smoking by myself. Even though I was in the world when I was smoking, mm-hmm. I was driving down the road one day and, and somebody, I, I was at the store and I left the store. And somebody said, you know what? Cigarettes about to go up to $5. I ain't paying no $5 for no cigarettes. <laughs> And that's the crazy thing. I can't even see you being a smoker. And then, um, and and then, um, I was driving down the road. I had one cigarette left for my pack. And um, I said, you know what? I'm gonna smoke this last cigarette. Then I'm gonna quit. I said, I ain't paying five dollars for no cigarettes. <laughs> nah, man, that don't, that don't even make sense. <laughs> so I pulled, I pulled the cigarette out the pack, and something said. <laughs> If you're going to start smoking, you might as well start smoking now. I said, you know what? You're right. I put that one cigarette back in the pack. Look, I know I was being, I know I, I wasn't doing right. I just threw the pack out the window. I, I know I shouldn't have did that. But I <laughs> yes, threw the pack did. out the window. Yes, you should. I threw the pack out the window. You know, I don't want to be no litter bug. But <laughs> <laughs> it's not biodegradable. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I threw the pack out the window. Not. And I And I never smoked again. And it was, it was, and I was scared because I was still a clubber. I was still a drinker. And I, and, and then that, the following night, I was like, I'm going to the club. I'm going to the club. And I went to the club and I was scared to get a drink. Mm. I was scared to get a drink because I didn't want to have to ask somebody for a cigarette. And I wasn't going to ask nobody for no cigarette. So I decided not to get a drink. Mm. And I was like, well, I just don't feel right in here. Mm. And I said, I got to have a drink. So I ended up going to get a drink. I got a drink and I drank that drink. And I didn't even crave a cigarette. And I was like, wow. I said, well, I'm good. <laughs> Thinking that that was me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. the whole time it wasn't me because I I would have never told myself to throw my last cigarette away. Right. You know what I'm saying? I need to smoke that. 
You know, I didn't throw no money away. You know, I need to smoke that. You know, and that just that just goes to show that God is talking mm-hmm. to people who are not in Him yet. Right. But He's calling right. you to Him. Right. He's still talking. Mm-hmm. But do you have ears to hear? A lot of times you say that's me talking to myself. Mm-hmm. That's not you, but you the only God you know. Mm. Say that. So again. he sound like your voice. Mm. You know, and that's the that's the that's the thing about it. We 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 hear stuff in in our thoughts, or we hear stuff on the inside, and we like, I need to quit talking to myself like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But a lot of times that's not you. A lot of times that's not you talking to yourself. And you know if it's God and you know if it's not God. Mm-hmm. The enemy going to always say something negative. Always. God going to always lead you to do something positive. Always. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not like God going to say, hey, get up and go down here and blow yourself up. God ain't never saying nothing like that. Right. He ain't never telling you go down there and shoot that school up. God, that ain't God. No. You know what I'm saying? I think that a lot of times we get in our feelings mm-hmm. because God tells us to do certain things that we don't want to do. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and and I know how. Absolutely. But in all things, you still have a will. You know what I'm saying? He's not going to make you do it. Right. But you will do it because you love him. And that's another thing. I know a lot of times people be like, uh, how I know God love me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I say, well, for one, you still talking to me. <laughs> you still breathing. Right. After all the crazy you done did, you still breathing. And I know we had a time that a lot of people have passed on. Mm. A lot of people have transitioned to wherever they gonna be, you know, and I know a lot of people didn't get to go to heaven. Mm. You know, I know that it is a hard situation. It is a very hard situation when you have to uh, uh, come to the realization that you know they they weren't living right, you know. But the truth is, we all gonna go that way. We all gotta go. We all gotta go by the grave. You know what I'm saying? And that's and that's the part where, you know, uh people will question, Well, why do I need to go to church? Or why do I need to read the Bible? Or why do I need to be praying? I'm good. You know, because you're not gonna be here forever. And I do understand that people think they good. Mm-hmm. But even Jesus said in all the words he did, why callest thou me good? Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing good but the Father. Right. Now, if Jesus can humble himself to say that, then what makes us think that we good? <laughs> That's a good question. That's a good question. What makes us think that we good? We not good. But we have grace. Right. We not good. But God had mercy on us. Right. You woke us up this morning. You know what I'm saying? And I think that... You didn't even do that in yourself. I ain't do that in myself. <laughs> At all. At all. I mean, because, you know, sometimes you just want to sleep. <laughs> but what if that became your permanent state? 
Ooh. Sleep. Mm. And I think that even in even the people of God sleep and slumber. Mm-hmm. You seen you seen the ten virgins, right? That was that was supposed to be getting ready for the bridegroom. They were supposed prepared. to be going into the wedding. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But five was prepared and five were not prepared. Mm-hmm. And then when you look at the five that were prepared, they had oil. All of them slept though. Mm. That's good. Nobody stayed up. That's right. Nobody said, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go to sleep. I'm going to be ready when he come. I'm going to be ready when he come. But all of them slept. Yeah. All of them slumbered. All of them slept. Yeah. Mm, that's good. But we good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the misconception that, uh, that, that the people that are not in Christ think that they got to be good all the time. You can be good all the time. Right. The Bible said work out your own soul salvation, right. but you can't do it by yourself. You can't do it in your own strength. You can't do it in your own abilities. You can be disciplined in your own abilities, but you can't do it in your own ability. Yeah. And I think that that the, the one of the one of the most powerful fruits of the spirit is self-control. Yeah. Self-control. And if you contain that thing in your mouth, that deadly little thing in your mouth mm. called a tongue. Mm. If you can tame it, mm. which you do have the ability to do, well, but practice makes perfect. Well, here's here's the thing. Here here I go. <laughs> okay, for the people. All right, and yeah. for myself. Okay, because yeah, I had that little cussing demon. Real bad. That ain't no cussing demon. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I'm talking about every other word. I, I, mean, ain't, I ain't talking about that lightweight stuff. I'm talking about every other word. Yeah, I was a professional. And even, and even in my walk, it's not that I forgot how to cuss. Okay. Yeah. Cause it'll rise up now, <laughs> and then the self discipline has to come in and 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 say no. That's not who you are. That's not who you are. That's your old man. You know, and, and I think that when you first get saved and you mess up or you do the wrong thing or you go back to something that you came out of, you know, you you have that um, um, condemnation. And you condemn yourself. And you condemn yourself. And, and you there is no condemnation in Jesus. And that's why it's important to read while you're on your walk. Because that word does give you strength. It does. And I people people say that though. Yeah. But if you haven't experienced it for yourself, you have no idea what the word can do for you if you just read it for yourself. And God will give you the understanding of what is pertaining to your life. Yeah. You know, and make it personal just for you. Mm-hmm. And so I think that reading was the best thing that I could ever do. For myself when right. we first came to Columbia and we didn't go or have a church here and I spent that year where God told me to spend that year which was with him mm-hmm. that was the best time of my life I did not belong to a church at that time I had no Bible study to go to I was I did have apostle um, in my life and at that time she was more of mentoring me at that stage and uh, 
So she helped me out a lot in the areas that I needed help in. But as far as like going to a building and all of that, I found myself in prayer by myself at 5 a.m. I found myself reading all the 66 books mm -hmm. as he gave me instructions and in a place where I was closer to God more by myself than I ever was having a pastor or a leader. And so sometimes I feel like also the misconception is you have to be in the church. That God can't deal with you outside the church. He can, but I also think that in the very beginning stages, right. you need guidance. You know, yeah, um, in, you do. In, in the beginning stages, you need guidance because if, if you try to take on this word all by yourself and, mm -hmm. and, and nobody hasn't expounded nothing to you about faith, nobody has expounded nothing to you about being consistent, nobody's expounded nothing to you about being being uh, a, a person of God, mm -hmm. not not so much as, as, as reading your word, but being a person, a doer of the word, mm -hmm. then I think that you... you and, you, even in what you you have the uh, ability to fall away a lot easier, a lot quicker. And even as you was having that moment mm -hmm. in Colombia by yourself, I was having that moment in Puerto Rico by myself. Right. Where, um, but the only difference was I was around hundreds of people that weren't saved. I right. was around hundreds of people that weren't doing right. I was around hundreds of people that was this in my life, and I do it how I want to do it, when I want to do it, the way I want to do it. Look, this me. I do what I want to do. <laughs> I'm a grown man, dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I did not let what was outside get inside. But you wasn't. I wouldn't say at that time when you was in Puerto Rico either that you was in the beginning stages either. I wasn't in the beginning. Okay. So I think that, yes, if you're in the beginning stages, yes, you absolutely need to be around people who can help you and people who can um, guide you along the way. Yeah, people but, who can see and hear. Right. But my thing is not to also find yourself depending on people. Because they fall short too. That's They're right. people. They're yeah. flesh too. Yeah. You know, and so you can you can be looking up to somebody and think that they got the best relationship with God as anybody you've ever seen. And then when you see them fall, it can cause you to stumble. Or you see uh uh them act out of their character or any little thing that you see because you you hold them up to the utmost and you give them the utmost respect. That if you're not careful, your eyes will be more on man than it will be on God. And so I think reading the word by myself also allowed God to deal with me by himself. But that was after we already had the Holy Spirit. Oh, well, let's talk about that for a second. Now, our, that was also after we had the Holy Spirit. That was after we had the comforter, we had the keeper, <laughs> we had everything that we needed that was already inside yeah, of us. yeah. But but you remember how <laughs> it happened for me, right? Yeah. In the church, right? Yeah. So I had a, a pastor who said to me, you need the Holy Spirit? I said, no, I don't. I don't know that. Why? Because of what I saw people relate the Holy Spirit to. 
dancing and shouting and falling out and all of that stuff. Yeah, they out here doing the Matrix. So, so I had no idea and knew the knowledge of what the Holy Spirit and who he was. Yeah. Because I was calling the it, first of all. Yeah. And so I was like, no, I don't want that. You can have that. That, that ain't for me. That's you jumping know? and shouting and hollering you know? and running. That's what we but, equated the Holy Spirit but to. But guess what? But some people would, if you if you say that to someone, they think that you're rejecting the Holy Spirit. Now, understanding, you don't even know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it took time for me to understand who he was so that I may know that I need him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, I needed him. I needed all of him. Okay, and I wanted all of him, but I think that's going back to the loss and them completely just wanting answers and understanding. They also have to understand that all of their answers and the understanding is not going to come from man. It's not. And, and, but God will can be can use that man yes, or that can. woman. Yes, he can. And he will. To, to guide you. He can't yes. use that man or that woman to speak life to you. He can use that man or that woman to give you direction. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Order going to come from God. Mm -hmm. But man can lead you in the right direction. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I think that's I think that that's uh that's important to know that only God can order your steps. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He said acknowledge me in all my ways. And I'll show you how to go. I'll show you where to go. I'll show you when to go. You know? Yeah. So I, I just I just think that um being lost is something that we've all been before. Everyone has been At lost. At some time or another. And I just wish that Unless of course you came out the womb and then you was <laughs> you was saved, you weren't born in sin, you weren't shaped in iniquity, and you were just Jolly old good fella. Yeah. You know, and I just want some of us to remember we was there. And sometimes we feel like people, I feel like people get puffed up with knowledge, you know, because you might know a thing and because you've experienced it, you ought to want to have someone else experience the same thing. Yeah. Even if it's not in the same way that you experienced it, but you would want someone else to experience that. And I just feel like we can quote scriptures all day long, but if the person walks away without the understanding, we have we have we have not fulfilled right what we attempted to do. Right, right. That's all I'm saying. And you know, I was thinking about this thing about when God put somebody in front of you to show you who He is mm -hmm. and what He's capable and able to do. You know. When we look at Rachel and Leah, Leah was over there with a tender ass self having all these children. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, not, Rachel was Rachel was mad. You know, she was like, "Wait a minute, mm -hmm. why I ain't got no kids?" Mm. And every time she say that, Leah have another child. Mm. I ain't got no kids. Leah have another child. I ain't got no. Leah have another child. <laughs> And she got frustrated, right? Yeah. Until she was able to go to God for herself. Mm. And that's how you would see somebody advancing in God. 
You'll see them advancing in God. You'll see their character change. You'll see them uh, 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 growing. Yeah. And you be like, well, why I can't get there? Why I can't get there? Until you go to God for yourself. Mm. That that's. And when that's you it. go to God for yourself, then he can begin to explain to you, mm. since you can't yet hear his voice, since mm. you can't yet hear him, you have to read. Yeah. And that you can do. Yeah. And the more you read, the more you will see yourself in the scripture. The more Jesus talks in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the more you hear him talking to you. Yeah. The more you get into first and second Corinthians, the more he'll begin to expound who you supposed to be. Mm. The more you get over in Ephesians, the more you will learn to walk by faith and not by mm. sight. The more you get into the Hebrews, you will learn the etiquettes of Christianity. And, and, and people say, I ain't no Christian and this, that, and the third. That's a pagan name and things like that. And I understand that. I understand that. But we're talking about a movement. We ain't talking about what you are. <laughs> we're talking about a movement that goes towards God. Yes. Yes. Towards Christ. Yes. I ain't Christ, but I'm Christ-like. I'm a Christian. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And I know that that that's, that might not be a popular word for me to say. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but it is the word that has been elevated down through the years, through the generations and stuff. And and and, and I know that a lot of times people say, "Oh, that's the words of man." Mm -hmm. I'm a saint. <laughs> okay. Mm. And you can be a saint, and that's fine to be a saint. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to say I'm a Christian. You can say I'm a saint. You can say I'm a believer. I'm a, I'm a believer. You know, I'm, I'm Christ-like. Yeah. I mean, you call yourself whatever you want to call yourself, but whatever at the end of the want. day, you God's child. You yeah. are a child of God. You belong to him. You belong to him. He your father. He the only one breathing breath in your body. He the only one giving you uh life. He the only one giving you the activity of the limbs of your body to be able to talk, to be able to walk, to be able to use your fingers. Some people can't do that. Absolutely. I mean, you, you got to understand that you can get in a wreck and you can lose the faculties of your body, the ones that you've been using your whole life. Anything can happen. Mm -hmm. You know, you can get hurt on the job and everything change. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to understand who is keeping you. Yeah. First of all. Yeah. Who is keeping you? Job never considered Satan. Never. 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 He said, God, though you slay me, yet will I trust you. He didn't say, oh, God, the enemy is on my trail. Never talked about it again. And that's, and that's the thing, too. Let me say that. That's the thing, too. When people walk in the church looking for healing, looking for encouragement, looking for answers, and all we are talking about is the enemy and what Satan got going on and what he's trying to do. And we elevate him. And we more elevate so him all God. the way up. And we warn every Sunday. That's a problem. That's a problem for those souls 
that are lost. And I want I want us because as they leaders, don't want that. Exactly. And it's not yes, you have to make them aware because we talked about that earlier. They need to be you aware. Have, you, they have to be aware. I'm not saying, you know, don't tell people the truth. Yes, you absolutely tell them the truth. But if when, 50% when of your sermon about him, if 30% of your sermon about him, then maybe it's time for the people to shift. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because it has to be about God. It, it has to be. to be about the spirit of Christ. It has to be about who's able to lift you out of that valley. It yes. has to be about who's able to pull you off the top of that mountain. Because sometimes we get so high-minded that we need to be pulled back down, you know, yes. to earth. You know what I'm saying? God is balanced yes. across the board. Yes. He's balanced across the board. He said, don't think more highly of yourself than you ought to. And he said, get out that valley. And but but here's the thing: people fight at home, people fight on their jobs, people fight with their spouses and their children, whether they're young or old. And when they walk into a church, that is supposed to be the place of peace. If your house and your building don't have no peace, then I'm gonna question what God you serve, because if my God is a God of peace, okay. I need to understand why I'm fighting today and, and, and how we talk about it. the only fight we want to fight is a good fight of faith. We're not trying to fight, <laughs> trying to fight other people's demons and devils that want to keep them. And okay? I do understand that, that you do have to war. You do have to war. Absolutely. And you go but through there that season. But there is a time of war. There is a time. And there is a time of peace. Yes. There is a time for everything under the heavens. There's yes. a time to weep and there's a time for joy. Yes. You know, and I think that a lot of times we look at it like, oh, we got to fight. We got to fight. Let me say this. Mm -hmm. We always going to fight. The fight right. of faith. Right. Because there's always going to be opposition standing in the way exactly. of faith. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But there also be, has to be, no, you can't war all the time. I mean, is it necessary? Yes. Mm -hmm. Are there entities in high mm -hmm. places that yes. want to bring you down? Of course there yes, is. Yes, absolutely. But if you hide in the secret place. Mm. That's, where the, that's where the scriptures have to come to light. Because if you abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I can't fight unnecessary warfare. No. I, I, won't, I won't waste my time in that. I've, I've had to learn that. That that comes with that, growth. That, it does. You have to learn that. And when you have to know, it's a, no, that's not my fight. That's not my fight. Okay? And the Bible tell you, resist the devil and he will flee. Absolutely. But I'm not going to exalt him every time I open my mouth either. No, because we put him on a pedestal and mm -hmm. then and, and that's where he remains. And he and he stay right there. Oh, you called me? You talking about me? Yeah, I'm here. You, yeah, I did that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he and, and you make him visible for everybody to see. But then when they question God or they question why, you know, God isn't helping me in this. Well, I mean, you you want to fight the devil, so go ahead. And that's enough of him. Now, God, the main entity. Mm-hmm. The only value of excellence, mm -hmm. the only thing that we have to keep our eyes on, yes. God. You see, when Peter got out the boat, mm -hmm. he walked on water for a minute. 
But the minute he took his eyes off of mm -hmm. God, the minute he took his eyes off of Christ, the minute he took his eyes off of Jesus, he began to sink. Right. But what happened? Jesus didn't just let him sink, did he? He reached out, mm -hmm. pulled him back up, and they stepped into the boat together. And that's the thing I want everyone to understand. That even though you could be doing your best work, yeah, you can still sing. Yeah. But I want you to know that Jesus is there. Yes. Because he's not going to leave you. He says, never have I left or forsaken you, but I will be with you always until the ends of the earth. Mm -hmm. Don't matter where you go. If you go all the way out in the middle of the ocean, I'm going to be there. Yeah. If you make your bed in hell, I'm going to be there. If you go into heaven, I'm going to be there also. Yes. Wherever you going, I'm going to be. Yes. But you just have to let me be. Yes. You have to allow me to be that for you. You can't be it for yourself. Your mama can't be it. The pastor can't be it. The pastor, the prophet. Nobody else can be it but you. Mm -hmm. God is saying nobody can be what you need me to be but me. That's it. And nobody can do what you need them to do but you. You are the only person that can sit down and have this conversation with God. He might not talk back. He might not. Or he might be is talking, but you just can't hear him. Mm -hmm. But that's where you have to get into the place where you say, you know what? I want to hear God. I want to I want to put this aside. I ain't going to eat this right here. I'm going to stop doing that right there. I'm going to get out of this. I'm going to leave Facebook alone for a little while. I'm going to leave Instagram and Twitter alone for a little while. I'm going to leave this Snapchat alone for a little while. <laughs> That's what you know, it is. I'm a, yeah, yeah. Snapchat. <laughs> I'm going to leave it alone for a little while. And I'm going to just let God do what he does in me. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times we don't know what God wants to do because we ain't spent enough time with him. You know what I'm saying? We don't know how to go into certain ventures that we already seen for ourselves because mm -hmm. we haven't spent that time with them. There's an ending, uh, there's, there's, there's a thing that you see, it's called a vision. It's, it's a thing that you see about yourself uh, that, that, that you have not yet walked into um, and that you have not yet become. You know what I'm saying? So in order to become, you have to do what Jesus did. In order for Jesus to become the Christ, he had to do something. He had to go sit in the face of God. He had to go in the wilderness for 40 days. Before Moses became who he really was supposed to be, he had to go sit on the mountain for 40 days. I want you to understand that there is something that you have to do for a period of time in order for God to do what he's going to do into and through you. You have to understand that nothing's going to come by yourself. Nothing's going to come by me being a man. Nothing's going to come by me being powerful. Nothing's going to come by me being so high-minded in myself mm. and thinking that I can do anything that God is mm. going to bless. God needs to bless what he has ordained. He's only going to bless what he's ordained. You know what I'm saying? There is a submissive will of God and there is a, a perfect will of God. You don't want to be in this submissive will, but you want to be in his perfect will. And his perfect will will take you every place you need to go. It'll elevate you in every area you need to be elevated in. It'll do everything that it needs to do for you but you have to allow it to be you have to allow it to be allow it to be because i know you want to do it yourself if you didn't you would have been saved years ago mm. 
And that's why you said, no, I got to I got to get this right here out of me. I got to get this party out of me. You know what I'm saying? I'm I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what that means? You just want to be independent. You want to do your own thug fizzle. You see what I'm saying? You want to be who you want to be. You don't want nobody governing you. I'm going to do me. Yeah, <laughs> you just do you, and I'm gonna do me. See you ain't see how you ain't forgotten the song. And you listen. That's <laughs> you the see, thing about you it. See though. how you ain't you know forgot. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? You want to do you though. Yeah, you, you want to do you. You do because that's all you've done. But in order for you to get what you never had, you have to do something that you ain't never did. And that's the thing. We don't want to do nothing new. <laughs> we don't want to do nothing new. Hmm. And God say, behold, <laughs> I do a new thing. A new thing. And that is so hard to grasp. Wait a minute. New. Mm. God, I'm just getting used to what we was doing. <laughs> new. I don't want no part of new God. It'd be Come just on like that, now. too. It'd be just Come like on that. Come on, not something new. Yeah. And it shall spring forth when? Now. <laughs> Not now, God. Not now. Not now. There's too much going on. I mean, we got COVID out here. You know what I'm saying? And people still shooting at the school. God, I don't know if I won't do now. Mm. If, if if we would have stayed in 2019, we probably would have never had COVID. That's what you talk about something new. God, I don't want nothing new. Oh, my. You know, but, you know, that's what he does. He gets us into that next phase. Mm-hmm. But the next phase is never meant to discourage you, but it's always meant to strengthen you. Yeah. And I think that's what we have to understand, that the new will strengthen you mm-hmm. for the next. Yeah. There's always going to be a next in your life. Even when you die, there's still going to be a next mm-hmm. in your life because your body perished, but your spirit lives on. There's still going to be a next in your life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> that next going to be an everlasting torment or that next going to be a paradise. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where there's a river flowing through the street. I'm talking about because I always like to see water. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And from what the Bible tell me, God sitting right there where the water at. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a river flows through the throne. Yeah, I want to sit where the water at. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I want to walk on some streets of gold. Mm. You know, let me holler at you right quick. You know what I mean? When when you don't make it into heaven, you in there hollering all day and all night. Mm. It's dark. It's smoky. You can't see nothing. You like, man, look, that's everlasting torment. Who want to go through that? I had enough hell on earth. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's right. I saw enough people leave me to know, <laughs> bro, life hard. <laughs> life hard. I, I sure don't want. I sure don't want that to be death. <laughs> if life hard and death even harder, I don't want no parts of that. So I need rest somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need peace somewhere. Yes. Don't let me yes. live this life. That I got to struggle and I got to do all this other stuff and then and in my in my next. <laughs> After I pass away, I still got to struggle. Mm-hmm. I still got to go through. Wait a minute. God, where my peace at? 
You said I was going to have peace. You said it was a time and season for all things. Let my all things happen. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We got bills and stuff we got to contend with. That ain't nothing but a deal. God said, oh, no man, nothing but oh, love. Oh, no man. <laughs> Lord. Look, I'll tell you, y'all better go get some solar. <laughs> <laughs> y'all better go pay them the houses off. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. You know, I'm I mean, I'm, I'm just messing by that part. But, you know, because no, we still all need things to live, you know. And I know that everybody ain't in a position just to pay everything off. I mean, mm-hmm. I got a house payment. I got car payments. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I ain't not exempt from anything. Right. So, with that being said, we are going to end this live. But on the note that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Mm-hmm. It is impossible to please Him. And if you only look at yourself, then you'll never see God. But if you look in the scripture, if you search the scripture, if you seek him in the scripture, you'll find him. You'll find him. And not only will you find him in the scripture, you'll be, he'll begin to shine light on the same person that's in the scripture mm-hmm. that's within you. Yeah. You don't know your call. Completely. But he can give you that answer. He can. You don't know who you want to be when you're 15. You don't know who you want to be when you're 12. But he can give you that answer. You know, God is... (laughs) Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Right? Mm -hmm. No man can come to the Father except they go through me. So in other words, we can't get to God until we see Jesus. Mm. But we have to learn how to see Jesus in us. Yeah. Jesus is one with God. The Holy Spirit going to make us one with Jesus, mm-hmm. which is going to make us one with God. Trinity, three are one. Holy Spirit, Jesus, and God. Mm-hmm. Three are one. One entity. That's the same way the body of believers need to come together. One entity, all members, but the same body. Right. You see what I'm saying? So what we are talking about today is answers and understanding for the loss. loss. Mm -hmm. And we understand that the loss are people that just that can't find their way. That's it. They just don't know their way. You know what I'm saying? If they knew it, they would. A lot of people will go that way. But since they don't know the way, it's like walking in some woods and you don't know how to get out. Yeah. You just keep walking until you come to a road. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and that's and that's a lot of how our lives evolve. Mm-hmm. We walk in the woods until we come to a road. And when we come to the road, we don't know whether to go left or right. That's exactly right. And 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 the Bible is that guide. Mm-hmm. That when you get to that road. That's your map. When you get to that road, pick up your Bible. Yeah. And that Bible gonna tell you whether to go left or right. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of men and women that can't tell you to go left or right mm-hmm. because God might be at the left, God might be at the right, but you're gonna have to make the choice of which way you're gonna go, right? You know, 
you definitely don't want to turn around and go back mm-hmm. because you've been there long enough. But it's time to come out of that place because you can't see so much through the thick of the trees. But when you get to the road, that crossroad, because if you keep going straight across, you're going to walk into some more woods. You're going to have to make that left or that right. Pick up your Bible. And let God guide you from there. And I would say for the lost, um, I would say begin with the New Testament. I, I would say begin with the New Testament. Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John. And work your way through the Gospels. It's repetitive. But you'll start to see certain things. Because Jesus is speaking there. And when you do that, I would also say find a Bible-based church. Go to Bible study. If you are a person who don't, who does not get much out of going to church, go to Bible study. And because there they have to teach you. Yes, and you can ask questions. I hope that you can ask questions. You know, because it's nothing like wanting to know something and can't find the answer. Or you have a hard time understanding. Understanding is very important. To it's me. very important. It's very it's important. Even important to me in the Bible because, because it will God change said, your life. Everything you get, get get understand it. You know, but I think sometimes because you understand it, just as you just explained everything, you understand it. I know that there's some, and you explained it very well and very simply, and that's how the gospel is supposed to be preached. But there are people who just lack understanding. And I just hope that they be found. That they be found. Because and it's not it's, so much as they be found because God knows where you are. He does. But you, but know you what I mean. still have to find your way. You have to find your way. And I'm thinking about the, 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 the song. And I know how hard I once it is. was lost, but now I'm found. Now I'm found. You know? And so. And I found my way. Yes. And and they can find their way. And was I just it, want was them it to easy? Know. Now I can't say it was, but I found it. Right. And I tell you this: once you learn something, mm-hmm. once you obtain something, it's there. Right. They say knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. They say knowledge is power. But you're gonna need that understanding. But you need understanding. Understanding is understanding and knowledge is wisdom. Mm -hmm. Understanding is (laughs) knowing what the knowledge is saying. Mm -hmm. Wisdom is understanding how to apply knowledge. Right. And, you know, I, I know that a lot of times you can have wisdom, not have the understanding of how to apply it. Mm. Or you can have knowledge and not understand how to apply knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's just like we plead the blood, but when we're going to apply the blood. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You saw they applied the blood over the doorpost. Yeah. They applied the blood. Mm -hmm. It wasn't plead. It wasn't pleaded over the doorpost. Mm -hmm. It was applied to the doorpost. Mm -hmm. So when you learn how to apply the blood of Jesus, 
through, you begin to see some things in a different light. Yeah. Well, but I ain't gonna hold y'all. <laughs> Pastor Chris will uh <laughs> stay if he if he could. <laughs> y'all have a good one. God bless. God bless. You. God bless.